Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which puts 401 doable ideas for bringing out your best right into the palm of your hand. Typically, I have a theme for each week of the podcast, but this week is a hodgepodge. These are ideas that weren't really fitting anywhere else, and I wanted to make sure that I got to them. So I hope you enjoy. I'll get back to a more traditional weekly setup starting next week. Today's big idea is that books can be a really powerful tool for broadening your horizons and making you see the world from another perspective, both important pieces of becoming a better person. I managed to read 37 books in 2020 and wanted to share the top eight that I felt really helped me be a better person. To keep these episodes a reasonable length, I'm going to share four of these books in today's episode and then four in tomorrow's. So it's kind of a two-parter. Fair warning, though, a lot of these books are kind of tough reads because they cover upsetting subjects, climate change, sexual assault, white supremacy. But we can't be part of the solution for a problem that we don't truly understand. The books I chose for this list will open your eyes, mind and heart to seeing the world differently, more clearly. They will build your resolve to be part of the solution and give you inspiration and direction on how to go about doing just that. Number one on the list is Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer. Kimmerer is a botanist. She's also a member of the Citizen Potawatomi Nation, and I pray I'm saying that right. And in her book, she intertwines these two ways of looking at the world and all its beings, the Western scientific and the native indigenous view. After reading Braiding Sweetgrass, you'll never look at plants, animals, forests, or any part of nature as something other than you, or that something that you have dominion over, or as something that you aren't in relationship with every minute of every day, no matter where you live. A huge piece of the learning for me and for our collective in 2020 was seeing beyond the white European view. Kimmerer's sharing of native wisdom that predates Europeans' arrival on these shores by millennia helps you believe that the arc of the universe is long and that it bends toward justice, but that justice extends beyond people and encompasses all beings on this earth, including trees, plants, animals, mountains, rivers, and seas. Reading this book helps you be a better person by helping you see your place as inextricable from nature and inspire you to become a better partner to the natural world, and to take care of it, to feel gratitude for it, and even changing the way you see it. 
And everything that Kimmerer imparts in this beautifully written book, too, it's not a tough read at all. It is like a warm blanket. It is so cozy and a wonderful thing to read right now during the pandemic. But a key part of what Kimmerer is telling us to do to help us realize what we need to do to be a better partner and steward of nature so that we can do things like reverse climate change is to start with paying attention. Kimmerer writes, Paying attention acknowledges that we have something to learn from intelligences other than our own. Listening, standing witness, creates an openness to the world in which the boundaries between us can dissolve in a raindrop. Doesn't that sound like something we need right about now? Book number two is Sisters in Hate by Seward Darby. As someone who has learned of multiple white women I know and have considered friends at different parts of my life, who are college-educated, and have become champions of conspiracy theories that are thinly-veiled tools of white supremacy, I needed to know, how does this happen? That's why I picked up this book that was, to be honest, a brutal read. Sisters in Hate follows the stories of three women who become intimately involved in the white supremacist movement, what drew them, how their beliefs evolved, and what that actually meant for their day-to-day lives. The book is so well-researched, not just in the reporting of the women's thoughts and lives, but also in that it gives a historical and sociological overview of white nationalism. The book clearly shows how the internet spreads hate content like wildfire, how Trump brought it into the mainstream, and how misogynistic white supremacy is. Case in point, women are really only valued within the movement for their ability to give birth to white babies. I told you it was brutal. I admit I wanted to read it as fast as possible and then take a shower after. (laughs) I didn't say these were my favorite or most loved books that I read in 2020. These are the ones that helped me be a better person. So just keep that in mind. Since there are tens of millions of Americans who voted for a white supremacist for president, we clearly need to be able to find a way to come back together. And if we don't understand why someone is drawn to hate, we'll never be able to bridge that gap. That makes Sisters in Hate a crucial, if tough, read. The third book on my list is Something Happened to Allie Greenleaf by Haley Krischer. Trigger warning. This book's plot centers on a sexual assault that happens in high school. If you watched the Brett Kavanaugh hearings and recognized all the details of Christine Blasey Ford's story, this amazing book shows that not much has changed in terms of what high school boys think is okay to do to high school girls. Yet unlike a Senate hearing, something happened to Allie Greenleaf is so empathetic to its female characters and so validating for any woman who has had run-ins with the patriarchy. It is also a tough read. The sexual assault happens pretty close to the start of the book. I had to put it down for a few days. It can definitely be triggering but it's also incredibly validating. I sobbed after finishing it. It's a great companion to Know My Name by Chanel Miller, a title I'll cover in tomorrow's episode. I worked with Haley years ago and had her on the podcast to talk about how to stay motivated on creative projects over the long term because she worked on Something Happened to Allie Greenleaf off and on for over 20 years. But I'm by no means the only one who thinks her book is great. It made a short list of young adult debuts in the New York Times, and Kirkus Reviews called it a harrowing read that tells a complicated story with nuance. 
My daughter, who's in seventh grade, is still too young for it, in my opinion. But when she and her friends become sexually active, this book will be a great way to support the conversations we have about consent and agency. The final book I'm covering today and fourth on the list is Hood Feminism by Mickey Kendall. Whatever issue you care about, especially if you are privileged, whether it's reproductive health, gun violence, or equal pay, there is a whole other side to learn about and absorb in terms of how that thing that fires you up impacts black and brown people, and especially black and brown women. And then there are other issues that you might not even be too concerned with simply because your income bracket or zip code insulates you from having to think about them, but that are absolutely vital to supporting and lifting all women. Mickey Kendall clearly lays out how meeting society's basic needs are feminist issues. Things like food insecurity, access to quality education, safe neighborhoods, a living wage, and medical care. If there's some element of society that you perceive to be a problem that you want to help solve, read this book first. If there's no element of society that you perceive to be a problem in need of solving by an activated population, read this book. It's like going from black and white and grainy photographs to full-color panoramic view of a wide array of issues. For example, I know that I have talked on this podcast about reducing your dependence on big retailers like Amazon, because as I perceive it, it's putting small businesses out of business and enriching the few on the backs of the many. But Kendall presents a view I am sorry to say I had not considered. She writes, Boycotts of terrible retailers are a wonderful idea until you realize that they are the only option in some areas. The question that the would-be protesters should then ask themselves is, who is being hurt more, the corporation or the people who rely on it for access to food? These are questions without easy answers, to be sure, but that's life in the hood. It's not always easy to see all the things you've misthought or not thought about, but it's a vital and unskippable piece of being a better person. My gratitude goes out to Mickey Kendall for writing it and making it so clear for white privileged feminists like me, and perhaps like you, to educate ourselves without having to ask our black friends to explain it to us. Come back tomorrow for the other four titles on my list of eight books that helped me be a better person in 2020. And if you're a book lover like I am, let's hook up on Goodreads. There are a lot of Kate Hanleys there, but I'm the one who wrote How to Be a Better Person. I hope to connect with you there. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han. K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 